Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues, to the minor leagues, to Little League. Foul Tips is also home to the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an offseason. Plate Crate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is a perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Plate Crate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Plate Crate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Plate Crate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. everybody foul tips brought to you by manscaped and manscaped.com michael myers sure is scary but the last thing you need is to be hairy this halloween luckily our friends at manscaped launched the fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy and join the six million men worldwide who trust manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off and free shipping with promo code 1420 skate make the right call this spooky season it's trick or trim have you ever tried to trim your balls and it turned into a freddy krueger film well luckily manscaped is here to save the day and make sure you're feeling your best in your costume Unlock your confidence with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items. They've made it easy for you to upgrade your grooming routine. It's a full moon out and the werewolf in your pants is howling. It's time to tackle the problem with the Lawnmower 4.0. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, a total game changer to your men's hygiene arsenal. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulation. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will, will make sure your pumpkins stay fresh. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will be thanking you. Manscaped also launched their new Body Buffer. The 100% antibacterial body scrubber is just what you need to keep, your fre- keep you fresh and clean this Halloween. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and... Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Also, if you're looking look like Wolverine and haven't cut your nails recently, be sure to look into the Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. 
Remember, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code 1420SCAPED at manscaped.com. That's 20% and free shipping with promo code 1420SCAPED at manscaped.com today. Say trick or treat your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. That's a tough one. Hey, we'll right, get into the baseball tips, talk now. Baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Uh, two, beer, two beer, we're the sports talking a whole lot more. I'm down here. I guess this just become a, a Yankee podcast uh, during the playoffs here. But anyways, happy to be on the air with you guys again today, talking some Yankee baseball, talking about the playoffs, not too happy with how things are going, but uh, the uh, foul tips, y'all baseball edition of the 1420 podcast brought to you by manscaped.com. Anyways, uh, Yankees down two games to nothing right now, reminiscent of the 1996 World Series when they were originally down two games to nothing after two losses at home in the Bronx, going, went on the road to Atlanta, and we all know how that ended up. The Yankees won the World Series that year. Um, a lot different uh, team going in, and it's just the ALCS, not the uh, World Series, obviously, so it's a, a lot different feel right now that the Yankees have uh, going home to the Bronx compared to what it was like back then. The Yankees weren't supposed to win back then. I think the the Yankees aren't supposed to win now, but it's just a different feeling right now. There's not a lot of confidence right now. Um, right now, the Yankees' biggest problem is they have a lot of automatic outs in that lineup. They got a lot of guys who strike out. They got a lot of guys who uh, don't put bats to ball. Uh, everybody knows that the numbers right now out of the uh, the 54 outs that the Yankees had in the, in the first two games of the series against the Houston Astros. Um 30 guys have struck out, 17 in game one, 13 last night in game two. That's 30 guys out of 54 outs. For all you numbers people out there, I'm a numbers guy sometimes, uh, but we'll get into that a little bit. I'm not a numbers guy all the time, but right now, that's a big number. That's 55% of all your outs have been strikeouts. I don't care if you got Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, uh, and the like in your lineup. Um, you strike out 55% of the time you aren't winning baseball games. I don't care what kind of lineup you think you got. This feast or famine stuff has to end. This, this, the way that the Yankees put a, a roster together, their roster construction, their philosophy about you, you can't string, string hits in a row together. This has to end. I, I do not for the life of me understand why you think Mitt striking out and not putting bat to ball is a, an effective way for your team to score runs. It just does not make sense. When are the analytics going to stop? The launch angle and all the rest of it. When's it going to end? I, I I will never understand that if you do not put back to ball, how you possibly think as an organization that this is a logical way to do things. And I know that Jim from the Fan of the Van podcast, my main man, he's probably pulling his hair out last night watching the game. As I know, I was down here in the tavern. I was having a few pops watching the game, and I got so frustrated with it. Like I just, I'm so frustrated with the whole thing. The strikeout, that, that game the other night, 17 strikeouts. Like, yes, Verlander was good. Yes, the guy's going to the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is a fantastic, fantastic pitcher. He's going to – his ticket is punched to the Hall of Fame for sure. The umpire gave him a, a, a couple of calls here and there, but they did not win or – they did not win or lose that game or lose the game like they lost and win it. They did not lose that game the other night because of the umpire and, and a few calls. Uh, we're A weird number, though. I, I did hear yesterday that that, that umpire you – know, I don't care what his name is. We should never know what an umpire's name is. If he does a, a good job or a bad job, it, does, it doesn't much matter. Uh, he wasn't a factor. But 14 times he was in a home plate this year, and the uh, Yankees lost – 12 or 13 of them so whether that's just a, a thing or not and a coincidence who knows but the the way that the Yankees strike out so much 
in the in this series is disturbing. Um, the pitching has been good. I, I will give the Astros that, but the, when you're not putting even giving yourself a chance to do something, uh, it's bad. Let's start with roster construction uh, in these play in the in the next round of the playoffs. What they they did for for the postseason roster for the ALCS. I think having Carpenter in there was a huge mistake. I I don't understand how you can have a guy who hasn't had a meaningful at bat. Uh, in quite some time, yes, he had some some good at bats, and he he came back from the, the scrap heap. Ended up with the Yankees at, at, at uh, early in the season. Had some good at bats. Had, hit a bunch of home runs. Was really good. But when a guy is sitting out that much, and you put in, in, him in some high leverage situations, as Carpenter has been asked to do, and he's uh, been terrible. Uh, to say the least, he has been terrible. Seven at bats so far, seven outs, uh, and all by strikeouts. That that strikeout last night in the ninth, I, I just when he waved at it, the curveball in the dirt. And I t- speaking speaking of curveballs, trouble with the curve isn't just a movie from 2012 starring Clint Eastwood and Justin Timberlake. Trouble with the curve is the New York Yankees. They have trouble with the curve. I, it's been it's been absolutely horrific. How they they cannot hit curveballs at all, and they got a guy pitching tomorrow night. The Astros do that throws nothing but curveballs. He can just throw curveball to curveball. The Yankees aren't going to hit it. Hope I'm wrong, but the having having Carpenter in there, I think it's a huge mistake. I don't I don't know the extent of the DJ Lemayhew's injury. It, he thought he was close. He thought he'd give some quality at bats. I thought he could have as well, but they don't let th- these things out until after the playoffs are done. They never let people know, which I think is a mistake. Cause why not let us know what, how bad the injury is. Let him know what the problem, let, let the fans know what the problem is. So then we can make our own, our own assessments. And then we're not being uh second guessing everything that the, the management does. Let us know if, D- if DJ's at 20%. Let us know if he's at 40%. I think LeMayhew at 70% right now, putting back the ball and putting the ball in play, which could have happened last night, might have happened because Carpenter is clueless up there. Seven at-bats to play off so far, all strikeouts. Having LeMayhew up there at 70 or 80%, I still think, I don't think, I know is a better option than having Carpenter in there. I know this. DJ, yes, he's not as he wasn't as effective this year as when he first came over to the Yankees a couple of few years ago. But I still think he's a better option as a DH, as a pinch hitter off the off the bench. I, I, it's just to, to me it, that one's a no brainer. Speaking of off off the bench, I'm kind of jumping around here, get a little revved up about my Yankees. Um, having LeCastro go in in the ninth inning last night uh, when they when uh, Donaldson got the walk, they they put LeCastro in to to steal the base, a la. Uh, Dave Roberts back in 2004. We all know the story, but not, not having him running in the first two pitches, three pitches. Then why put him in? Why put LeCastro in to 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 steal? I, I or to as a pinch runner. If you're not going to move him, then 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 why put him in? If he gets moving, and then by by some strange things that they have to change the shift. If some strange thing that. Carpenter does put bat to ball. He can score from second. Tie the game up 3-3. You have him sitting at first base. What's the point of putting him in? I I, I don't. I do not understand that move at all. If you're not going to have the guy running, then why put him in? Why put him in? You know, if you get thrown out of second base, the game's over. There's a good chance Carpenter's going to strike out anyways, as he did. Why put him in? I, I it d- didn't make any sense. Anyway, let's get back to problems, like the actual problem at hand. It's the strikeouts. Uh, bat to ball, Donaldson, I think it was the third inning on Wednesday night, 
uh, third, yeah, third inning, guys on second and third with with uh, one out. Donaldson had one of the worst at bats I've seen in a long time. He swung at a, at a pitch. Uh, the the curveball to, to end the at batting was a two two count, three two count. It don't much matter. He looked. If, I don't know if anybody remembers the uh, the, the Frazier strikeout uh, back in uh, 2017, where it was in the the pitch was in the Verlander curveball was in uh, the catcher's glove, and same thing. And then he, he swung at it when it was already over. That it looked the exact same thing on Wednesday night. He looked awful. He looked. He was a little bit better last night, but he looked bad. He struck out three times. You had the Carpenter four strikeouts. You you had um, IKF in the lineup again. We'll get to that in a second. He had two more strikeouts. So man after man after man is just striking out in this lineup. Like I said, fifty five percent of the time you got guys striking out back to ball. A bloop single here, a bloop single there. You never know. But they aren't getting it. The only offense that they've they've actually put together because it both runs last night were unearned because. Uh, the pitcher tried to throw a guy out from, from his ass at first base, threw the ball into right field, and the, the both runs ended up being that they scored the last night were, were unearned runs. And it, it was it's it's crazy. So the only actual runs that they have put together themselves, of course, were home runs. Bader, who I like who that they have him leading off. I like that a lot. I think he's a he's a spark plug. He's a great, he's going to be a great, great player for the Yankees for years to come, I think. And then you have the Rizzo home run. I think it was in the eighth inning on 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 Wednesday night as well. So the only home, the only runs that they've scored once again have been the feaster famine home runs. That's it. They have not strung any hits together for whatever reason. And you know who has everybody else. You look at that other series. There, yes, there's been home runs, but there has been base hits and and runs scored and lots going on. Is the pitching just as good? Yep. But they're putting bat to ball, making things happen. You put the ball in play, a lot can happen. There could be an error. You could have a, a guy throw the ball away like that happened last night. You could get, heaven forbid, a base hit. You might be able to push one through through a shift, which I still don't know why they, they don't do. I do not understand at this, at this stage of the season why they can't just push something down third base and get a guy on base. This swinging for the fence at all times, it, it's, it's driving me absolutely nuts. Let's get to the judge uh, home run lot. <laughs> not home run. The judge hit to the wall last night. Uh, Boone was asked in the, the, the post game. It's kind of a, a shitty question for him to be asked. He was asked last night what, what he thought about the, the roof being open. And he thought, well, the game that, that probably costs the ball game that it, the ball should have went out. The, the exit velocity was this and that, and, and, and the rest. I, I thought it was a ridiculous comment for, for Boone to say that. Cause you know what? The ball didn't go out. It's not unlucky. The ball didn't go out. Home runs. It's not a luck or it's, baseball's not luck. The ball didn't go out. The roof was clo- was open for both teams. You know who got the, that that hit that uh, my Bregman. I hate that little prick. Not as much of a prick as Altuve, but uh, the that exit velocity thing was only a ninety or whatever it is. Who cares? Those numbers don't care. If if the Astros end up winning the pennant and up winning a world championship, forty years down the road, they're not going to be talking about what the exit velocity of that home run is. Those stats need to just go away. Nobody cares. And why they put that on the screen and why it's sponsored by whoever, I don't understand it. If the ball goes out, great. If it doesn't, that's shitty. This exit velocity crap doesn't mean a thing. The most famous home run in, in, in probably in, almost in Yankee history was the uh, 77 Bucky Dent home run. What was the exit velocity on that one? 43 years ago, whatever it was. 45 years ago now. These were getting old. Like, what was the exit velocity on that one? No one cares. 
Nobody cares. It goes out or it doesn't. It, 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 these, these advanced metrics and these advanced stats drive me absolutely freaking bananas. Either it goes out or it doesn't. It's a base hit or it's not. Launch angle. This, these guys who swing, swing through everything. That's why these curveballs and, and they're, they're not hitting them. They're missing the baseball. Like you're, if you're missing the baseball, you are not getting RBIs. It's that simple. Baseball is a hard game. I get it. Hitting is hard. If you fail seven out of 10 times, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Baseball's hard. I understand it, but you're making it harder on yourself by not putting the ball in play. If you don't score runs, you will never win. It's that simple. If you strike out 55% of the time, you aren't winning. I I don't get it. Anyways, the, I'm a little revved up. Anyways, the Yankees, uh, they're almost kind of lucky to even be in a situation that they're in. They, they're in the ALCS. They don't know who their shortstop is. They're starting on a day-to-day basis. They don't know who their leadoff guy is on a day-to-day basis. And they don't know who their closer is on a day-to-day basis. It's And this is something that you could probably peg on, on Cashman when this season's done. It's going to be interesting when the Yankees do lose all, because I don't think they're coming back to win this series. I think they'll win a couple of games. We'll get to my predictions in a second here. It's going to be interesting to hear what uh, his post-mortem is going to be when this is all said and done. I hope I'm wrong that they, that they do come back and win the World Series, because at the end of the day, I'm still a Yankee fan. But it's going to be interesting to hear what chap or, or what uh, Cashman has to say about the lineup that, yes, Ben and Tendy's hurt and DJ's out and the rest, but it's going, and you do have some injuries like Chad Green. I, I miss him in, in the lineup in, in the bullpen, but it's going to be interesting to hear what he has to say. This is on Cashman. I don't understand in game one and which I believe, I think they punted that game a little bit. They got a good, they got a really good outing uh, out of tie on. I, I thought a really good outing, but the bullpen that they had left over from the game five, from the, the guardian series I said, guardian is not the other one. I got it right for once. I usually punt on that one, but I, I think the Yankees punted on that game the other night. Um, they, they didn't put a lineup together that I thought was going to win by having Carpenter in there as a DH and then having IKF in there. Uh, Isaiah kind of falafel, falafels, falafa, falafa, IKF, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, having him in the lineup, if it wasn't good enough to be in game five of the ALDS, why was he in there in game one of the ALCS? I don't get that. To me, they punted that game a little bit. They say, okay, they were, they're playing with the, the proverbial house money. They were lucky to, you know, they, they wanted to get the split in Houston. They had a chance to win that game on Wednesday night. I think it was all, it was 1-1 at one in the fifth or sixth when they did, did the pitching change. They had runners on base the whole bit. They had some, they, they did have, even though they struck out 17 times, they had some chances to win that baseball game. Like I said, with Donaldson early in the game. Verlander was struggling a little bit and they did have some chances if they would have put the ball in play, but they didn't, of course. And so they, 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 it looked bad last night. They had some guys that, but once again, they, they don't have guys who get on base and that is a huge problem. And the roster construction right now is not solid. They have a bunch of guys who are struggling. Judge is struggling. Let's not sugarcoat. He had the, the long, the deep fly last night that was right to the wall. You know, the, the roof was closed. Who knows? But he's he's struggling big time. He is really, really, really gripping it. He has been for quite some time. Maybe that that uh, chase for the uh, the home run record caught up to him at the end of the season. There, maybe he's tired. Maybe they're they're pitching him differently. I don't know. But a guy who the the Yankees need uh, two 
to have carry them, which he did throughout the season, maybe he has to be the guy. He has to find a way to get on base. Maybe going back to Bronx is going to help a lot. They're a different ball team there. Absolutely. One guy that I am over, and I I hope he shoves up my ass as he did last week. Maybe if maybe he does listen to this show and, and, and he gets revved up for something I say. But one guy that I'm I, I'm actually officially over is Giancarlo Stanton. I am over that. The nonchalance, I strike out, I don't care. He kind of got boned maybe on, on a, on a, a, a 3-0 uh, fastball at the knees last night that might have been a little low, but don't leave it in the umpire's hands. The umpires are there to call strikes, man. For, for, for you to, to leave it, in the umpire's hands once again and, and just stand there and, and not, not, not like when I hit that fast, like you're thinking fastball, like why not take that pitch into the seats? But you, you thought it was a ball. You don't swing next pitch. You, you swung through next pitch. You swung through again. And then, you, and then you're out and then you strike out as well. I'm over the Stanton thing. I am really over it. How much this guy strikes out. Yeah. And he's the ultimate feast or famine guy, I think in baseball. And definitely for the Yankees. I know I am over the Giancarlo Stanton. I, I'm 100% don't know. I, I'm done with him. Uh, Astros got the hits they needed. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's talk about things moving forward. Uh, Severino was good last night. Severino did everything you wanted. He was really good last night. He's the kind of guy. Let's move into the, 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 the games this weekend in the Bronx. They start tomorrow on Saturday, or if we get this out on Saturday, it might be tonight by the time we get this out there. But let's talk about that a little bit. I'd be surprised if the Yankees didn't win two or three in the Bronx. They have their best guy going tomorrow night with, with Garrett Cole. He's been lights out. He's got to keep it going. The, and the, I mean, the Astros aren't hitting the ball either. They won a, they won a one run game and a two run game. Look out for Altuve. Altuve's bound to break through. He's too good of a player to not do something. Look him for the next two games to, to do something. But uh, he, I think that the Yankees are going to win two out of three. Um, in the Bronx this week, and Cole and, and uh, Nestor Cortez are, are, are their guys. They had it set up where they they should have stole one out of uh, in Houston, but they didn't. So I think I I do think that they'll win two out of three in the Bronx and send this back to Houston. I think that they're too good of a team to get swept, but I would be very surprised if they win a game in Houston, which they don't do. Uh, back in in 2017, they didn't get a they didn't score any runs when they, they went to they went back to Houston uh, up three two. I know 17 is a long time ago, and like I said before, my favorite team was was that one. But I I just I, I just don't see them winning this series now. They had a chance to win a couple ball games the, uh, the last couple of days, but they didn't hit. And you strike as much as they did a bloop single here or there. You, you never know. You never know what could have happened, but it, it didn't happen. They were gifted two runs last night. It was the only thing they got. They have to win four out of five against the best team that's that in that's uh, still left in the playoffs right now. Are they the best team in baseball? Who knows? But they're the best team that's left right now, and uh, winning four out of five is going to be a pretty tall task for this team that strikes out a lot. They win two with two of three in the Bronx. They go down three two, and if it goes seven, I would be surprised. I think this one's done in six. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I, I get I, I'm. I hope I get this shoved up my ass by Yankee fans across the across the nation. Don't get me wrong; I want them to win this series. I I I, I desperately want them to to get to the World Series first time since two thousand nine. But I just don't see it happening the way that they're the way that they're not putting bat on ball. And this roster construction's on on Cashman. The 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 the, the team philosophies on on Cashman and and the nerds and the analytics guys. At the end of the day, you got to put back to ball and you got to get on base and score runs. And that goes back to the money ball thing back in 2000, the, 
the, the Oakland A's. Yes, they they never won a world championship either or got advanced to playoffs, but they 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 made they won 20 in a row at one point, and you got to get on base, and that's the only way you score runs is when you get on base. Yes, home runs are nice and, and the like, but you need to work the pitches. You need to wear, guy, wear pitchers out because if they give up a solo shot and it's all the Yankees have gotten so far, it it doesn't it doesn't do anything to the pitcher, right? It doesn't do anything to the pitcher. His pitch count at all. It's just one more pitch, and it's it's three one. It's not one more pitch. It's it's three two. They're all just one run shots. We need to get guys on base for the big boys to get there. That's why I like them ha- having Bader at because. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Gliber Torres, but he hasn't been good either. He hasn't been good at all. Well, none of them have. But having Bader getting on base and he got on base last night and gave and gave Judge a chance to uh, to, to to hit him in. I don't see the Yankees winning. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe maybe tomorrow I'll be so pissed off they're down three nothing and they'll, all this crap you see in the background here might be for sale. But I'm I'm kidding. Um, well. Everything's for sale, I guess, in this world. But anyways, I, I don't see them winning, like I said. I do not see them winning this series. I, I see them winning two out of three in the Bronx in the next couple of days. The next two, for sure. I, I see uh, I see Cole and Cortez being the guys. I, I see Judge getting out of it a little bit. I, I, I It's just, I... I I don't. I'm. I'm worried about the guys that they have. The, the young guys seem a little overwhelmed at the plate. The uh, Oswald and Oswaldo seem a little, a lot overwhelmed at the plate. I shouldn't. Let's, let's not sugarcoat that either. But it's 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 this time of it's this time of the year, and every team's uh, banged up a little bit, and every team's hurt a little bit. It's just. It seems to me that the the Yankees have a, a lot of homework to do in the off season once this is all said and done. Can they come back and win a world world championship? Still, absolutely. Are they going to? I doubt it, but I hope they are. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, this one's brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Make sure you promo code 1420Escape to Manscaped.com today and uh, 20% off and free shipping all of your uh, all of your men's grooming needs. And you know what? Women, you can use them too. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips. Have a good weekend, folks. Enjoy the games throughout the weekend. The other series has been great, too. I'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. Because that one's been a, a fantastic series. And how about that NOLA family? Isn't that something else? I'll, we'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. We'll talk about it. Have a good weekend, folks. And uh, remember, everybody, smart people, but. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.